All right, so let's take a look at, you know, propaganda and all this stuff that's surrounding the uh, Russia-Ukraine war. So we'll start off with Zelensky's being a little bitch. I might support Ukraine. Again, I don't have a dog in this fight. I don't like Zelensky. I don't like Putin. But if they got rid of Zelensky, I might actually support Ukraine more. But again, so Ukraine is the only one pain. So Zelensky believes that NATO screw them over. There's no security guarantees. They're the only ones paying the price for all this stuff. All right, whatever. I don't give two shits right now. Fact of the matter is, which I'll cover it later on down. Um, there's an article article put out by, I believe it's a Canadian reporter, that makes a lot of sense. But, again, so Zelensky's all pissed off because they're the only ones paying the price as you have millions of people in Europe, civilians that are getting ready to freeze to death because they can't get cheap energy from Russia anymore because of the sanctions over Ukraine. All right. U.S. braces allies for higher Ukraine costs. From the Washington Post. Again, all right. I'm using a lot of RT on this because, again, it doesn't matter what the truth is. It matters what Russians believe. So it's good to know what <clears throat> they think what's going on. Anyway, so U.S. is telling all the allies that it's going to be an additional $2 billion a month to keep Ukraine up and going. Again, fuck that noise. Um, Russians adapted to U.S.-made high Mars systems, top Ukrainian general claims. So they're saying that they've had a lot of success with the high Mars and since they've been using them, but the Russian military has adapted to them and they're not being as effective anymore. So this one, U.S. Army officers probe over BDSM gear photos. So again, your enemies are laughing at you because of stupid shit like this. Again, Russia, China, North Korea, they don't fear or respect the United States anymore. Like, at all. The more stupid shit like this that goes on, the more stupid shit that, you know, they're banning in their countries, propaganda-wise, that Biden keeps putting into his administration, they're laughing at us. They don't fear us. They don't respect us. Just throwing that out there for, you know, when World War III goes hot and kinetic. Uh, here, I don't know why this is not a bigger deal in... Um, Western media. You have Russia. Let's see. We'll play. Maybe. So you have Russia loading their new intercontinental ballistic missiles into silos. And they're publishing these videos letting you know that, hey, our newest ones are out. We're loading them all up and getting, so they're ready to go hot. Again. So, the latest version has 11,000 um, 
kilometer range on them. For those of you that don't know, for Russia to hit the United States from Russia with the ICBM, it's a matter of minutes because they're going to launch them up over the North Pole. In case you're wondering, they'll be coming down from the north. They won't be coming from the east or west unless they're coming from a submarine. They'll be coming down from the north. If it comes from a submarine, um, you're completely screwed. I know for a fact in the 80s that um, Russian submarine was close enough to the United States that set off alarms that they were dropping depth charges and shooting torpedoes to either scare it back out to sea or destroy it. It was close enough that it warranted a physical response from the United States Navy. All right, this one cracked me up. Zelensky's aide accuses Musk of hiding war from Twitter trends. Um, they're pissed off that Ukraine's not trending. The Ukraine war is not trending anymore. They're also apparently accusing them of blocking Ukrainians from being able to get Twitter accounts. But again, if you pay attention to everything that's going on, it's more so, you know, Elon's releasing all the shit that happened with Twitter and the U.S. government and constitutional rights being violated. Therefore, the people in the U.S. are more concerned about that than they are about Ukraine war. Right, again, British general missed that uh, U.K. deployed troops to Ukraine. Again, they were initially sent in to get everybody at the embassy and into Poland, and then they sent a group back in to fight, um, to actually fight. So again, the UK has had troops in there fighting Russia this whole time. All right, this one is on Moscow Times, which surprisingly, if you look at Moscow Times and you read their headlines, they don't seem to be controlled by a uh, Russia state, like by the state of Russia, because their headlines are very like anti-government. But anyway, moving on. Moscow on Thursday slams Poland's designation of Russia as a state sponsor of terrorism. So right here, Poland basically just unofficially declared war with Russia. Um, anytime you name a state or classify a country as a state sponsor of terrorism, you've effectively have just declared war and you're trying to destroy them every way possible. Alright. So now I was, I was looking, I was like, huh, let me see if I can get some stuff from, you know, Western media. Again, this is coming from The Guardian, MSNBC, CNN, like really nothing new, like they haven't been updating stuff. So, this crap. Russian faces critical shortage of artillery shells, says UK Defense Chief. So, they're saying that there's a critical shortage of artillery shells. They're rapidly diminishing. Russia can't, um, can't launch offensives anymore because of this. So, the UK military chief says, so... Let me tell Putin tonight what his own generals and ministers are too afraid to say. 
Russia faces a critical shortage of artillery munitions. All right. That's from yesterday. From today, coming from a senior Ukrainian official, Putin preparing major offensive in New Year, Ukraine Defense Minister warns. So yesterday you have UK saying they can't launch any kind of offensives. Now you have in Ukraine saying that they're preparing for a major offensive. Do you understand why people have lost interest and don't give a shit what's going on over there anymore? Like, yeah. So, right here, this article on Sputnik. Um, Chinese nukes in Quebec. Peter uh, Hitchens. Hitchens breaks down NATO Russia crisis in a way Americans can get it. So, the majority of Western politicians and media like to frame the security crisis between NATO and Russia and Ukraine as an unprovoked, unjustified act of Russian aggression against its neighbor. The backstory tells a different tale and adds some much needed color. And perspective to Washington and Brussels actions nearly nine years ago. So he goes and he lays out just so lays out basically what led to this. So here's he starts off with uh, Canada or Canada grins and bears it, but then Quebec's elected government is overthrown by ultra-nationalist fanatics, often violent riots in Montreal, in which the Chinese diplomats and politicians openly support the protest. Uh, going through talking, and basically that if, Chinese, if the Chinese government went in, helped overthrow part of the Canadian government, and then started moving its military and hardware into Canada, all right, and then jump down the because you see what I've described in my Quebec China thriller is pretty much a mirror image of what US and NATO have done in Europe for some years. So it says for Canada and the US read Russia, for Quebec read Ukraine and the Baltic states. There are, in fact, NATO troops stationed in Estonia, blah, blah, blah. So basically, he's going through and saying, look, back in 2014, the U.S. government and NATO sponsored a violent uprising and overthrowing of the government in Ukraine and then started moving their all their military and stuff into the area. Um, this is actually really good. Um, it's a long read or longer but, I mean, it's it's good. It lays it out exactly of, you know, where I got called, I'm a pro-Russia, pro-Putin. I'm like, I don't give two shits about this at all. Because I was like, it, it's, it, this was completely provoked. Just look at what happened through history. Like, but whatever. Um, Then, let's see. This one coming back from December 9th. Putin floats possibility that Russia may abandon no first use nuclear doctrine. So again, Putin's back to hinting that, you know, they'll use nukes if they have to. 
They've said that they won't use the uh, nuke first. One of the officials back in, I think it was November. I don't know if it's official. Someone in Russian media said that um, Russia can't lose this war. For if Russia to lose this war, the whole world will lose. Basically saying that Russia is a major nuclear power. Russia can't lose because if Russia loses, the whole world's going to lose because they're just going to start launching ICBMs and missiles. So basically what they're hinting at. Um, oh, so here on the com, which one is it? The um, Blackout Warfare HEMP. Yeah, this was by, who did this one? William A. Radensky and um, Peter Price. So, their Russian general, Vladimir Selim... Sel I can't... Names! Selimsko, whatever. I'm not even going to try. <laughs> I promise, I'll learn to read one day. Um, in his military textbook, uh, Non-Contact War, describes a combination of use of cyber virus and hacking physical attacks, non-nuclear EMP weapons, and then ultimately a nuclear HEMP attack against electrical grids and critical infrastructure as a new way of warfare um, that is the greatest revolution in military affairs. So basically what he's saying is you're going to use cyber attacks, whether it be hacking or viruses, going to use physical attacks on the grid with non-nuclear EMP and then you'll launch a high altitude EMP to completely disable the entire electrical grid of your enemy. So with all that being said, we know that the Ru or supposedly the Russians have hacked into some critical infrastructure in the recent past. We also see that there's been a shit ton of attacks on the electrical grid in the United States. And the worst thing about a HEMP is you won't know that it's coming. You might get a heads up that Russia just launched a nuclear warhead. You might if you're lucky. If it's launched from a submarine right off the coast, you're talking a matter of... 45 seconds from the time it launches out of a sub until it's in detonating range to knock out the entire electrical grid across the continental North America for the most part. And when that happens, everything dies. Anything that has a computer chip. So if you don't know anything about EMP, you made this long, let me give you some advice. The electric goes out, the power goes out, your cell phone's not working, you have any car built after 1979 and it's not going to and it doesn't start we've been hit with the EMP or a solar flare there's between the solar flare and the EMP EMP means that another country decided that they're at war with us and they're knocking us out so there's that information for you so I said there's like no let's see 
how bad everyone's lying about this shit, right? So I came here. I googled, I think it was like deaths in Ukraine. And I clicked on this Wikipedia page. Don't give me shit about Wikipedia. I don't care. All I'm looking at is this. So, Ukrainian forces killed 10,000 from Ukrainian government. That's through June. Oh, hold on. Through December, 10,000 to 13,000 have been killed, according to the Ukrainian government. This is Ukrainian forces. According to Russia, they've killed 61,207. So I love that Russia put it in actual, like, no, this is the exact count. Like, not, not guesstimating, because when you get down here, the Russian forces killed, coming from uh, U.S., 100,000 plus killed and wounded. Uh, coming from the, oh, Ukrainian government put down 93,760 losses. So is that a combination of kills and wounded? Like, what the hell is going on here? BBC says over 20,000 Russians killed, 60,000 wounded. Russian forces killed, according to the U.S., through August was 5,000. Um, according to Ukraine, from February to November. Oh, and that, that region, whatever. Uh, you're looking at 800 to 1,000. Russian forces, 5,937 killed through September, according to the Russian government. So, I'll tell you right now, the way this is always done is government will lie. Governments want to downplay the amount of deaths that they're sustaining and overshoot the amount of deaths that they're causing. The truth will be somewhere in the middle. So if you look at what Russia said was killed and what Ukraine said was killed, it comes out to about like 35,000 Ukrainians would have died and crap, I forget. It was like 49, 50,000 Russians, something like that. Like so, again, the truth is always somewhere in the middle. Also with this, when it comes to this Russian-Ukraine war, it doesn't matter what the West says is going on. It matters what Russians believe is going on. Again, so the American people have already lost interest in this. Like, it's down a lot. Interest for this whole conflict is down a lot. Um, the Russians were kind of not interested in this whole thing when it started. And the more stuff that they see like this, that, hey, look, NATO has actually been in here fighting us the whole time. They're trying to kill us the more Russians are starting to fall into the, well, maybe we should be doing this. So again, don't be this, huh, Russia propaganda. Uh. Yeah, it might be. But if this is what the Russians are believing, then you need to know this because you need to know how close we are to freaking World War Three kicking off. 
But anyway, so yeah, that's pretty much everything that's going on right now. Um, Russia's threatening using nukes. They're um, loading up their nukes into their silos. They are... Ukraine's saying that Russia's Russia's getting or adapting to it. And again, I don't like this right here. This is this is kind of a big deal. Um, one, basically, they're saying that they one leg of their uh, nuclear trident wasn't even armed up, and now it is. Like they have their mobile platforms. They're always ready. They got their subs. They're always ready. Just like the U.S., we have our seaborne and airborne missiles or nukes that are always ready, waiting for that red phone to ring with a code. And our silos are always, well, active silos are manned and ready. But Russia now is showing the world that they are ready to launch ICBMs. So, again, we're knocking on the door of World War III. Um, Russia's been saying that they've been fighting NATO this whole time, which is becoming more and more true with, you know, British forces being in Ukraine this whole time, using British intelligence. Oh, that was one I read. Um with the whole <clears throat> Nord Stream um, sabotage. One of the uh, people were saying that the whole reason why Russia did not say that the UK did it or the US did it, the reason why they did not come out and pin it on any one country was fear of the people the Russian people, the civilian population, being upset and calling for an immediate strike against that country. So they're trying to downplay it to keep a nuclear war from happening. Again, according to Russian information, so take that with a grain of salt, but again, this is what they are, this is what the Russian people are believing. So again, Russia controls media there. China controls their media. North Korea controls their media. It would be nothing for them to fake an attack somewhere in their country claiming the U.S. did it to garner support from the entire country to go to war against the U.S. or NATO or anybody else. So remember that. And again, you also have to look at this from another perspective as well. With the U.S. and NATO pumping so much money and arms and still being in a peacetime economy, stocks are dwindling. The Russians know this. The Russians already enacted their war power months ago, so they've already ramped up production. You also have to look at this, too, from, you know, a North Korea or China or anyone in OPEC that allies with Russia that, hey... Um, the U.S. and NATO and all these countries are gearing up to go to war with Russia. They're losing all their supplies. They're they're already stretched super thin. We can go ahead and start doing shit now. And who's going to stop us?
So again, you're looking at the makings of World War III kicking off. So like always, your government hates you, so you got to do what you have to do to be prepared to survive this. I mean, obviously, all over Europe, they're worried about, you know, people dying and freezing to death, and people are struggling. Um, there's one, um, what's the headline? Oh, here. Denmark sacrifices public holiday to pay NATO bill. Because, again, NATO raised the rates <clears throat> because of this. So, complete operational security, you know, it's it's horrible. So be prepared. Your government hates you. They're not going to take care of you. Be safe. Be prepared. Do what you need to do to survive. And yeah, so here's just a little, little quick update of what the Russians think are going on or what they're propagating to the Russian people. What's happening. And yeah, so we get we could be looking at a nuclear war. But alright, have a good one. Stay safe. Be prepared. Be ready. And uh, yeah. See you on the next one.